Welcome to Real Estate Leads Uncovered, the podcast that delves into the dynamic world of lead generation in the real estate industry. Hey, I'm your host, Lisa Carter, and I'm excited to guide you through the challenges, the strategies and success stories that revolve around one of the most crucial aspects of real estate, generating leads. Live from the hottest real estate market in America, Tampa Bay, Florida, this is the Real Estate Leads Podcast with the CEO and founder of the Olga System, your host, Lisa Carter. Wow, there's like, there's 1.5 million real estate agents in the United States, maybe a little less, um, maybe 1.2, 1.5. Whatever that number is, this is an industry that's highly um, exposed to people that they don't know and strangers um, that are seeing property for sale or seeing their services and they're meeting these folks for the first time. A lot of uh, safety risk involved um, in this uh, and they're meeting them in intimate spaces, an office, um, at their homes. And so we have Coach Kearns uh, on. He is a master uh, martial arts, defense, wellness, mental health specialist. Um, and I just met him at a realtor's conference recently, and I was just blown away, and you guys will be too. Kevin Kearns, Coach Kearns, say hello to the people. Hello, all my people. How are we doing today? Happy Monday. Motivated Monday. Motivated Monday. Motivation Monday. It was a great day to have you on. Motivation Monday. Um, so how long have you been? I, I met you in, at the Realtors Convention uh, recently, but one of them. Um, but how long have you been working in martial arts and self-defense? I got involved in martial arts after my father passed away when I was 12. And, uh, you know, I was the kid. I wrote my first book, Always Pick Last. I literally sucked at every sport. You know, you're talking about the real karate kid. And but you're like so, arts. you're so like, you're like fitness, like you're the epitome of fitness when I met you. How could you be chosen last? Like I would choose you first. I, I, well, uh, this is something I always say to my clients when I go and speak at school systems or boys and girls clubs or anywhere, even at real estate offices and uh, corporate offices. Look, I said, I look like an athlete. I made myself an athlete. Athletes are born and they're made. Look at Michael Jordan. He practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced. They're made. You can afford yourself in fire. So no oh one's bought, no one's brought into this world with like muscles and athletic ability. It's something you work hard at. Absolutely, right. it's like selling, right? You got to work hard at it. <laughs> That's you got to get out there. You got to go to these conventions. You got to listen to your mentors. I, I got involved in martial arts. It took to me. Got involved in weight training and strength training, and that took to me. And then that spent a forty-four no wow forty-four years love of martial arts over yeah past over the past forty-four years from. Uh, Campo Karate to stand-up jiu-jitsu to more recently with Mark Lagrati out of Sydney Tong, who's one of the best striking coaches on the planet, um, Muay Thai and Western boxing and then Filipino stick fighting. I, I've studied a lot of different things with a lot of different people and then I've kind of blended it because of Mark into different, different you know, into a, a digestible real-world self-defense kind of thing. Well, not kind of thing, but, you know, system that people can absorb easy. So, so this system um, for real estate agents, so I just, you know, it kind of opened up the episode with talking about the fact that they ha are exposed to unbelievable risk of um, 
in terms of a safety risk, um, their business, they get calls all the time, people that they don't know, they're meeting them at their office, they're meeting them um, at properties, uh, properties that could be occupied, unoccupied. And um, for this female dominated industry, um, it really is a, a mitigating risk and keeping yourself safe. So how do you work with real estate agents to that don't have the time to work at being athletic and work out, don't have the time to, you know, be their best fit and be able to defend themselves? How do you help them use their brain and their tools to be able to stay safe? It's a good question. You know, when you really look at it, I have two daughters, so I, I get it, how vulnerable people are. So what we do is we set up a workshop with a real estate office or like something like EXP. I come out for two hours. I give people the basics. And what we do is you drill, drill, drill so you get the skill and it has to be easily digestible. And then from there, if they want, if it's local, they can bring me out for regular classes or we can actually do classes online and make sure people are constantly upgrading their skills. But what are these classes? Yeah, what are these, what do you teach? I mean, so what do you teach in these classes? What's the number one, top three things a real estate agent should think about um, when they're making, is it when they make the appointment or when they actually show up? Oh, as far as it, when they go see that, when they go see the prospective client. Yes. Well, one of the things I show, I think, I think I showed it to you is one of the best self-defense weapons between your brain, your mouth, and your legs to run is a tactical flashlight. Have a tactical flashlight with a small, compact. It's completely innocuous. You can use that literally in the Filipino and Indonesian martial arts. We use it to strike. We don't worry about the talking piece. We worry about the limbs. Once you destroy the limbs, they're done. It takes seven pounds to break the collarbone. If you break their collarbone, how are they going to grab you? You know, there's a, there's a specific kick that I teach called a SIPA, which is a Filipino kick. You break their knee, they're not going to chase you. So when they get into a, a situation, when they go into a home, the first thing we tell them is do not discount anything. That's one of the things I learned from a book called um, The Gift of Fear. What, what does Don't, that mean? Do not discount anything. Well, you know, as humans, you know, we, we, we start thinking like, oh, he's a nice guy, and blah, blah, There's a great book out there I recommend to everybody, The Gift of Fear. And, and it's an FBI profile, how he, profile who he interviewed people after they were assaulted, and they discounted things. Wow. Like, oh, no, that's okay. You know, I'm... We let our know, guard I'm, down. I'm, we let our guard down, right? Yeah, I'm being paranoid. And these people are very good. It's what you have to really be careful of is like forced teaming. Oh, let me help you with that. Oh, let me get the, you know, stuff like that. Let me get the door. You know, one of the things we taught originally is, you know, before we had phones, people would say, what time is it? And you turn the arm over and the person would just basically jump right on you, gain space. So where's this? The other thing we teach them too is if you ever get assaulted, you don't yell rape, you yell fire. Nobody looks at rape, but fire, everybody's interested. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Kevin, so you are kicking knowledge today. That is so true. When someone says rape, people think twice. Is that person really yep. having an I issue? I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get involved. Oh. You say fire, you get that morbid curiosity. So I would tell some pearls of wisdom is don't discount anything. When an animal feels fear, they leave six feet. You know? Always keep six feet. If you don't keep six feet, if they try to keep closing the gap, that's kind of a, you know, a definite inkling. Like I do work in the dating world too for a couple of companies that are dating concierge service. I tell the women that too. Besides, you know, the self-defense, when we teach our self-defense classes, you're going to sweat. Even what we call sweat and smile, that's the way it is. So number so one, don't discount anything. 
Don't no. don't discount any anything. Number two, no. always keep a distance. Always maintain distance and eye contact. Never break eye contact. Never break eye contact. And then what, what's what's number three? Number three, number three is definitely trust your gut. Mm. Always trust your gut. Or bring, I would say, bring that tactical flashlight, have it with you in your pocketbook, in a pocket. You know, a lot of realtors, even the females, wear a suit coat. You can have it right in your suit coat. If you need to grab that, and when you think about, you know, if somebody attacks you, this is what my one of my teachers told me, one of my best teachers told me. We're not aliens. It's real simple. Eyes, nose, throat, groin, joints. That's it. Now, you mentioned this tactical flashlight, and so I have had the uh, privilege um, when I first met you to have a demonstration of this tactical Mm -hmm. flashlight. And so this is that little travel flashlight. They even sell them at the dollar store um, and and Home Depot, right? You can get them as light as the dollar store, as heavy as as, as Home Depot or Ace Ace Hardware, and Mm -hmm. it fits almost in the palm of your hand. Correct. It does fit in the palm. It does fit in your palm. And you showed me how intrinsic this was to my safety, like in two seconds. It was an unbelievable piece. It's all of a sudden you went, it went from, you know, the flashlight that I use in case um, I'm on the side of the road in my car or the, the, um, the electricity goes out during a storm in, um, in, in, uh, in New England to a device that was going to keep me safe. Yes. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. Now, how do how do you um, you know how do you keep so that's the safety part. Talk to us a little bit about the mental health um, for real estate agents. Well, the, you know, the mental health for real estate agents is real simple. I, you know, I did a book out there called "There's Light in the Tunnel: How to Survive and Thrive Depression," and I went through it. WHO last year stated that there's 798 million people with mental health issues right now. Wow. So you're, you wrote a book, uh, There is Light in the Tunnel? This is How to Survive and Thrive with Depression. That's my book, too, my true story of what I went through. And then my first book on anti-bullying is Always Pick Last, true story about me. So the, There's Light in the Tunnel basically dives into you know, what I went through after a very messy divorce, very messy divorce, like a dateline, and uh, a little like dateline episode, <laughs> and then had to come back, and as I was coming back from it, <laughs> I lost, you know, I lost 90% of my business overnight with COVID. Oh. You know, the bottom fell out. What people don't understand is that no one's left out from the, what you think no. is the most wealthy and successful real estate agent to the newbie that's, that's struggling. But everybody is running a business. Everybody has personal and professional challenges, Issue. right? Mm-hmm. And it's the difference between you and the person who ends up in the hospital or checks out is, is resiliency. And so how did you stay resilient through all this? Well, you know, I thank McLean hospital for, you know, for helping me. And then the next thing I would, I would say is, you know, I'm working on my first TEDx and the title of the TEDx is true mental health through physical fitness, stay physically active. You know, every, every study I've ever done and everything I've worked on with McLean, like I'm involved with the deconstructive Sigma project. And that's Oprah's involved, probably Mandela's involved. It's a global project of, of telling stories of the people that have gone through it. I'm one of the stories. And, you know, the thing of it is, it's almost like, and, and it's unfortunate to say this to people, but it's like cancer. You know, you're in remission. Right. You're fine, you're in remission. So you need to literally figure out what works for you. 
one of the first things is obviously exercise. You know, one of the second things is keep a network around you of people, family, friends, whatever it is, church, religion, I don't care what it is that you can tap into and say, Hey, I need help. I think the third thing that people have to remember is you got to talk about it because what we call this, we, and I, there was an article done on me not long ago in New York Weekly called the hidden, I think I sent it to you, called the hidden wounds. It really is. You know, if I have a, if I have a cast on my arm, what would you do your arm? You say you're depressed or anxious or you're having suicidal ideation. Nobody can see that. These are non-visible disabilities. You're absolutely yes. correct. Absolutely. And, you know, we're, we're our own worst enemy, right? We, we focus on the negative sometimes. You know, and you really have to kind of right the ship. And then notice the signs. You know, why am I slipping? Why am I feeling this way? Now, what is that about? Right now. Okay. Go ahead. ahead. No, you go. Well, right now, and I don't know if you heard it when we were at the conference, there is a lot of attacks on the value of a real estate agent in the process. And um, there are many different views on everything from how people find homes with the digital platforms that are out there to the commissions um, that the real estate agent um, ha- is, is request through the uh, contract broker commissions. And one of the things I, I'm finding is there's a lot of misinformation on social media. Can you talk to us about your experience um, with mental um, health and social media um, and how real estate agents can really keep everything in perspective and try to shield themselves from um, any attack on their mental health through this process. Um, topical is, is right now about the industry, but just in general, how they can keep themselves safe mentally from the, all of this chatter. Sure. I mean, I think the first thing is, you know, social media has its strengths and it has its weaknesses. And I think we're overexposed, really. That's we're right. Overexposed. One of the things I, I, I think we all have to remember, including myself in business, turn your phone off. Shut it down once in a while. Leave it alone, you know. Don't forget the, the value of your family and your friends around you that you need to, you know, spend those time. I, I, follow, I like to follow what Matthew McConaughey says, you know. He believes in keeping things in the black versus the red. It's like, you know, my spiritual health, my family, my relationship, my wife, and my business, you know. If one of those is uh, dipping, you know, I got to spend a little bit more time being spiritual, maybe I got to go to church more. Am I got to say, maybe I got to say thank you more, you know, or uh, you know, I see my relationship, my wife isn't so great. I got to spend more time with my wife. You but know, so wife much of so our cool. business is done on the phone. It's so hard to just shut that down. You, you know, your business comes in through that little device. You know, our, our little oh, yeah. pacifier as adults. We, we, we live on it. I was in Starbucks yesterday getting the tea before I went out, and I see a, a, you know a guy come in with his little daughter. She's probably like four. She's got a ballerina outfit, but she gets she gets the phone. She gets the phone in her hand. Yes, yes, yes. I'm like, what, you know, what are we tuning these kids into? So I think I think one of the big things to do is, you know, you're going to have a lot. I mean, people attack me too all the time. You know, what you're talking about blah blah blah. You know, da, 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 you know this that. The other thing in my industry, it's, it's, in my industry, is almost like yours because if if you have a six pack and you know the algorithms. People start, people paying pay for you online, right? right? Versus the guy that's been doing this for three decades. So it's the same thing. So take it with a grain of salt. You know, listen to your mentors. Avoid the negative self-talk as best you can. And definitely, definitely exercise. There was a, we just did this in class the other day, yoga, because I'm a big yogi, 15 years now. And 
like he just said, there was an insurance actuator, you know, who basically measured why and when and how and people died. And the guy ended up quitting the business and said, you're doing this all wrong. And he found a common denominator with everybody. If they did this, they stayed healthy longer. And the common denominator was real simple. One was exercise. The other was breath work. Do breathing work, sunlight, and then cold to heat exposure. Okay, so, so instead of instead of t- turning my phone off, if I could just mm-hmm. take some time to get some sun, some exercise, yep. and breathe work, that'll add, first of all, reduce my anxiety about things that are going on that I can't control. Yes. And add some years to my life. Yes, definitely. I love that. I love that. And this, this is from a, this guy was a huge insurance actuator too. That's huge. a very, very um, stressful job. <laughs> that oh, yeah. is extremely stressful. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, I never did breath work until a couple of years ago. You know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a freak about it. And, you know, when I first started yoga 15 years ago, I used to call it yogurt. <laughs> now I can't live without it. I can't. I go, you know, people ask me, well, what do you do, coach? I go, I do my own functional strength training. Martial arts, yoga. That's my workouts. What type of yoga are you um, currently it's, engaging it's in? It's not Bikram. It's like medium to hot. I'm over at Woods Yoga in Lincoln. Um, so it's there's some Pilates thrown in there. So it's usually anywhere from 85 to 90 degrees. So with all of this background um, that you have, the mental health and the physical health, Mm-hmm. Um, that you're providing, not just to, to um, obviously to, we're talking about realtors, but you're helping a lot of companies with their, with their workforce. Do you feel that, um, are you busier now um, helping um, employees yes. and employers now post COVID? Can you talk to us a little bit about what you saw COVID yeah. do to us? It, you know, I think, you know, uh, Sean Schmack, uh, I can never say his name right. One of my friends that's involved in the Deconstructing Stigma program at McLean told me that, um, you know, COVID was the pandemic, but it exposed the true pandemic, which is mental health. It really is. Yeah. When you think about it, the, the fastest growing population for mental health issues in this country is 11 to 17 year olds. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Oh, when I was, so, when I was that age, all I was thinking about was, um, I think MTV and I was in my favorite shows yeah, on television. Yeah. Well, think about all these, how much all these kids are exposed to. Right. Like I have a client who's, who's 15. The mother hired me a year ago because the, the big thing in Taunton High School was the mean girls jump you. They grab you here. They start beating you up. And then one of them films it and puts it on Instagram. <sighs> We're in the, in, yeah, right. We're in the video. Everybody wants to take a video of everything. Everybody wants to take a video of everything. So what I try to do is I, I walk in and I'll do you know, the self-defense thing. I help people build confidence. I'll do the self-defense thing. I'll do the health and wellness. I will do the mental health. Like one of my big things, one of my big talks is <laughs> kind of funny. It's simple, right? I, I try to make this light and interesting. So one of my big talks that I'm asked for at a lot of realtors or conferences or building or excuse me, uh, corporations is the two-year-old mind in the 40-year-old body. When you think about it, think about a two-year-old. Can you tell me how many times you're, son or daughter fell to walk? No. But it's just in you that you have to keep going. You have to keep going. I have to learn to walk. I have to learn to wipe my own butt. I have to learn to feed myself. Now, if you reverse that, if you put the 40-year-old mind in the two-year-old body, 
the minute you fell down, you're like, oh, who's watching me? I look like hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> right, well, right. Somebody else is going to wipe my butt, push me around. We're all set. We're all set. And then you know, the other one is when I go out and do anti-bullying. I mean, bullying exists even in corporations. You know, people are, are, are picked on and forced out and, you know, things of that nature. Yeah, there's so a, there's a I'm lot. There's a lot really pulling at our, our mental health these days. Um, and, and, and then you add on what's, uh, you know, TV and, and politics oh. and geopolitical issues. It's enough to really, oh, it's, it's, uh, you, you said it best, sensory overload. We have to take That's a break right. from the amount of information. We're in the age of information. And now we've got to teach ourselves to pull back from the inform, absorbing the information. Isn't that funny? We've, well, it's, it's like a fire hose, right? Yes. It's like slow down. Just slow down. You know, like when, when we do martial arts, it's, it's simple. I never give people any, any more than, you know, three or four techniques. Drill, drill, drill. And the same thing with concepts, right? When we talk about the anti-bullying, we talk about the four S formula. Speak up, stand up, stay together, self-defense. That's Whether wonderful. Whether it be in schools or at work. I mean, my, my goal was to have my book into every school system. And eventually, my book made into a movie, I hope, because if I can help, it, 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 you know, I'm on a mission. And I've been on a mission since I was, probably since I graduated. First to help end obesity. Now it's like to help, you know, end mental health, or at least help fix mental health. And then to make people feel, I want to make people feel safe. You know, I, I don't have, and I'm not trying to be egotistical, I don't have a lot of issues walking into certain situations, because I know the angles you know, I can sense when something doesn't feel right. Right. You know, right. I can. And then You've I, trained and yourself I trained, to, do, to, to, to know. Well, and not just me. It's my, my, it's my teachers. I've spent a lot of time with law enforcement and military, work with those people, which are great people, and they, they teach you things. Like, you know, very rarely right. when I go on a date, is my back facing, my back facing the door. Very rarely. Wow. I'm, always facing, I'm always facing the door. And, they don't, and the date doesn't even know it. You know, I'm saying <laughs> the date doesn't even know it. They don't even know Plus, I've checked the you know I've checked the exits out and I've scanned the tables and the bars. You know, you just assess. Well, it's funny because the, the the it is sort of like a, a date when you're meeting a, a, a potential home buyer or home yes. seller for the first time, right? Where could you be have such an intimate relationship? The blind date. Yeah. The blind date. It's a I blind mean, date. That, that's kind of. I, I feel. I feel. I feel for the female relatives that walk into a situation and go. Um, this doesn't, you know, and they're thinking about the sale, but at the same time, you're like, uh, wow, this doesn't feel right. What are some of the scenarios you, um, I, I um, wanted you to, scenarios that you're hearing from law enforcement as it relates to real estate or there's, it's not that granular. You're, you're hearing some things from law enforcement friends. Um, is anything around real estate that they're seeing commonly now that real, realtors, real estate professionals should look out for? Is there, I, I know there's an issue right now with uh, um, fake rentals, but that's more about the um, person r renting and not about the real mm -hmm. estate agent. Have you heard anything from your law enforcement? Because I know you're heavily connected there. Um, some scams or scenarios that are being run on real estate professionals that they should watch out for in the marketplace. Yeah, One of the scams I've heard through the grapevine is if the person gives you a phone number and it's a burner phone, that's usually a wicked red flag. You know, it's a burner uh -huh. phone. How do you know it's that's a burner phone? Well, all you have to do is right, take, the, take the person's full name and phone number, uh, throw it in throw it in Google. If it doesn't show up, guess what? 
Okay. It's, okay. That's good. Yeah, that's that's good. how you know it's a burner phone. Right. You know, and then, and then check them out, you know. But, you know, I think I think female relatives and relatives in general should treat it like a date. Do a background check. You know, throw the name in. Yeah. It doesn't add up. I have heard real estate agents kind of just looking at that name. Uh, look, you can look on social. You can look on LinkedIn. There's yeah. not many people today. I actually get um, really nervous when I am about to have a meeting and I look someone up and I don't find anything about them. That, that, there's no way there's no information of people anymore. Yeah. There's just too much information. I immediately like, assume I, they're not you giving me their their correct name. That's what I immediately assume. Exactly. exactly. That's that's what that's the thing. That's the thing that that basically scares me when people say that. It's like, um, you know, something doesn't add up. Right. You know, just just and it, it, and for for men too, you never know. Right. You know, you, you get you get a uh, you know, and I'm not to sound I'm not to sound the wrong way. But Be careful. This is a PG show. No, but you get a woman in a man in a you know the man's realtor and the woman the woman is you know is is a prospective buyer. What what if she's carrying? Right, right. You don't know. Right, she's carrying. She's not all there. Well, that's interesting. You bring that up because we obviously do real estate in open carry states. Yeah, exactly. So, what if she what if she has a knife? What if she's not all there? What who knows? You just don't know. Right. And with you know, mental health know. being so uh, tenuous as it is right now, you never know if someone didn't take their meds. And so uh, what I'm hearing you say is treat it like a blind date. Do your research. Um, you wouldn't go mm-hmm. out with someone for coffee or breakfast or dinner without understanding who they were at least and who they're connected to in the community. Um, do your homework. Um, you also mentioned about once you're at that blind date um, or showing or a first meeting with a potential client to keep your distance um, and never, never take anything for granted or never rule anything out. So those are really good um, pieces of advice. You have a book Can you say the book again so that um, we can make sure that um, folks listening to this can engage more and understand more about what you do and how you can help them and their brokerage. Sure. There's one book called always pick last. It's on Amazon. My anti-bullying book. And there's another book called the light the tunnel how to survive and thrive depression. If they want to find me, they can go to burn, B-U-R-N, with, W-I-T-H, K-E-A-R-N-S.com. Burnwithkerns.com. I love it. And I'm old school, so you want to reach me? 508-404-8503. I'm old school. I pick up my phone. If I don't pick up my phone, I'm with a client. I'm you know, doing a workshop. Who knows? Send me a text. I'm old school. So, you know, my, my job, my calendar is filling up ever since the expo and because we put this product out there. So I am getting very busy for 2024. That's great. Well, Coach Kearns, thank you so much for joining us on the Real Estate Leads Uncovered podcast, talking about realtor safety and being self-aware, not only physically, but mentally with your mental health during this time. Um, Thank you so much for the uh, pearls of wisdom that you provided our realtors, both male and female today. And we want to have you back soon. Realtor Safety Month comes up every year. We want to make sure that we get you on to give us the latest and greatest of what we should be looking out for in terms of wellness and safety. Thank you, Kevin Kearns. Coach Kearns uh, has two books on Amazon. He mentioned. Um, so get those books, engage. Let's keep ourselves safe, uh, realtors, um, as we navigate this market, both mentally and physically. Hey, Coach Kern, thanks to, to you so much. And come to a workshop anytime. They're going to be all over the place. No, Lisa, thank you and thank all the listeners. And 
Real Estate Leads for having me on. I appreciate that. All right. Thank keep you. keep preaching the gospel, Coach Kearns. We love you. Thank you. The Hanks. Bye-bye.